Happy WrestleMania weekend, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, cats and dogs, and anybody else listening. You're uh, listening to another episode of the Wrestling Geeks Podcast, and I am so excited to come at you with another episode. This is Ryan, a.k.a. Mr. Showtime, coming at you with a little, I guess we can call it a mini episode. It's been so long, and I feel like I say that too much on this podcast. We just have stuff that keeps coming up, and it's just out of the ordinary. It's so crazy. But uh, it's WrestleMania weekend regardless. I'm super excited. We got people coming over tomorrow. We got a big WrestleMania party. I'm recording this Saturday, uh, April 6th. Not only is it WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania week, but it's uh, it's my vacation. So I'm very excited to just be able to kick back, put my feet up, and uh, just have some fun here. But last night, NXT TakeOver New York completely blew me away. Like, I can't say enough good things about this show. It was just beyond amazing and and i know like that's kind of like the common thing to say about nxt you know i mean nxt it is what it is but this time i don't know it just seemed like every match clicked it had a variety of everything we needed on there and uh, i want to talk about it so um kick the night off with the tag team championships we have the war raiders excellent special entrance that came out taking on alistair black and ricochet uh, a lot of us knew that this was going to be their last appearance in NXT. Uh, they they gave their farewell at a TV taping uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago. I can't remember exactly when, but we all know that they've been on the main roster, challenging for the Raw Tag Team Championships, challenging for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They're actually going to be challenging for the SmackDown titles at WrestleMania. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, that would be the only thing I could say that I don't want to say that it put a damper on this match at all. It's just the fact that it would have surprised me if Black and Ricochet won the titles and then, like, carried them into WrestleMania. That would have been kind of cool, but the fact that the War Raiders just got the titles, too, that's another thing. Um, But I think the fact that I knew that it was supposedly supposed to be, like, their last appearance, it was like, okay, well, we know they're not going to win the titles, but... Regardless, uh, the match more than delivered. Um, the War Raiders, again, just, you look at them, just like you judge a book by its cover. It's two burly Viking guys. Uh, you don't think they're going to be doing a lot of high flying. You don't see them doing a lot of, uh, a lot of spots. Uh, you would assume just a bunch of power moves, but take a guy like Hansen, who I swear to God, I didn't see this coming, but he did a, a, a plancha off the freaking top rope to the outside. Uh, always does the, uh, the the handspring rebound thing like to Jerry for off the, off the uh, ropes. And then, of course, uh, you know, I really liked the confrontation between um, Alistair Black and Ray Rowe. It was, uh, you could tell they have the mutual respect for each other, but that they had a nice little exchange towards the beginning of the match, but... There was definitely some spots where it really looked like they were uh, that uh, the War Raiders were going to drop the titles. That there was a spot where Alistair Black hit the uh, Black Mass, uh, Ricochet hit the most amazing uh, shooting star, shooting star splash, shooting star press, and uh, they, uh, they barely got got out of that pinfall. Uh, I, as far as the uh, the finish goes, I thought it was brutal just because. 
I don't think I've ever seen Ricochet, and I could be wrong. Maybe I did see this, but I don't recall seeing Ricochet miss a the 630 and just completely crash and burn. Uh, I'm like, my ribs hurt when he hit the mat. And then uh, War Raiders hit the finish with the, uh, I don't know the exact name of it. I think it's, uh, I'm so bad with it. But it's basically the uh, giant leg drop off the top from Hanson with uh, Roe carrying uh, the opponent on his shoulders. I, I really, the, the move is on the tip of my tongue. But uh, War Raiders get the, the win. And uh, nice, nice uh, show of, of, of respect from... The War Raiders to uh, to Ricochet and, and uh, Alistair Black. There were some rumors that um, Ricochet hurt himself. They said that there was a lot of doctors around Ricochet towards the... It was all kind of off-camera as they were making their way to the back. I don't know how true that is. I mean, a lot of people have reported it, but it could just be them checking on him. You know, maybe he did knock, knock the wind out of himself. I mean, that, that whole um, ending sequence with the, uh, the standing ovation... Did go a little long. Some people did say that they did go home early. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, I haven't heard anything come out as far as Ricochet being officially injured. They didn't pull him from WrestleMania or anything like that. So, um, I mean, hopefully he's good, you know, especially because they're going to the main roster. You got to assume SmackDown, but I don't know. I'd like to see them on Raw personally, but I guess it really doesn't matter. Um, Trying to go in order here. Uh, Next match we had... For the North American Championship, we had uh, the King of Bros, Matt Riddle, taking on the one, the only, the Velveteen Dream. And I tell you what, the one thing I was looking forward to was Dream's entrance, and he did not disappoint. He came down dressed as the freaking Statue of Liberty being carried to the ring on uh, on this big bed or like King's Throne type thing. And I, the thing I really liked about this match was the psychology. You kind of had Dream trying to get into Matt Riddle's head. Because keep remembering, uh, Matt Riddle is undefeated in NXT going into this match. So, and, and a lot of Matt Riddle's matches, for the most part, haven't been too long. You know, he's able to take out his opponent fairly quickly. Kind of thinking back to the match with him and Cassius Ono. And um, there was uh, some psychology with... with uh, Dream trying to get into Riddle's head. Uh, he did the Karate Kid pose, which is kind of funny. Um, a lot of the match was was uh, Riddle just beating the shit out of out of uh, Velveteen, kind of stretching him out, putting him in different holds. A lot of stiff knees to the face. Um, a lot of chops. Just it, it was it was really brutal. One of the spots that I that uh, scared the crap out of me was uh, Dream was on the. Uh, the apron facing towards the crowd. Riddle did grab him while standing on the middle rope and German suplexed him back into the ring. Uh, a dream like came within inches of just, just, I, in my opinion, breaking his neck. You know, he landed right on his head. It was really scary. Uh, I really liked, there was a good flurry of offense from dream where, uh, and this is what I love about dream where he was paying homage to a lot of wrestlers past, you know, a lot, a lot of them were actually for the hall of fame. You know, he hit the sleeper hold, for Brutus Beefcake, uh, hit the leg drop from Hulk Hogan, uh, did the whole, the, 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 he literally hulked up, which was kind of cool, you know, crowd like ate that up, uh, got some super kicks, aka Shawn Michaels, we got the flying axe handle to pay tribute to, uh, 
to uh, Randy Savage. We even got a Famouser. So, uh, you know, kudos to Mr. Ass, right? Uh, finish came when um, Riddle had him in the, the bro block, uh, the bro mission. Jesus, I'm so bad with these names. And I uh, really looked like it, it was over. It was done. And uh, Dream flips backwards, rolls Riddle up. One, two, three, surprise victory. Um, I was really thinking that we were going to get a heel turn from Matt Riddle just because he was very upset. You know, it's his first loss, but uh, they fist bumped, so that was a nice little moment too. Um, no no turn or anything there. Uh, we did find out that Kushida from New Japan has signed with NXT. Uh, I know that, that rumors come out a long time ago, so it's not really news, but uh, it was nice to see that it was confirmed. They showed him in the crowd. Uh, he looks at his, you know, looks at a watch. He's like, and I think he just mouthed that it's almost time. So that's kind of cool. Love, love to see Kushida and, uh, you know, just see him mix it up with some of the guys, like guys like, uh, like Ciampa when he's better, guys like Argano, um, anybody from the Undisputed Era. Uh, I'd like to see him go, go one-on-one with, uh, with, oh, I was going to say Lars Sullivan, but Lars Sullivan is in the, uh, on the main roster, supposedly. I don't know. We need to get some more big guys. Like, you know. Kushida and Keith Lee. There we go. Kushida and Matt Riddle. That would be sweet. I think Kushida and the Dream would be amazing too. So that's really exciting. Um, from here, we got what a lot of people are calling the match of the night. We had Walter challenging uh, the UK champion Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's been, uh, I don't want to say he's been undefeated, but he has held a title for a little under two years, I believe. I think it was like 600 almost 600 days. I can't remember the exact number, but, uh, this match was brutal and it was very long. Um, I think that the very beginnings of the match, I wasn't too into it. I, I, uh, the European UK style of wrestling, uh, the catches catch can wrestling for me, it's not my cup of tea. Um, I don't dislike it, but it's just not, it takes me a little bit to get into it. And then when they start beating the shit out of each other, for lack of a better term, uh, with uh, Pete Dunne going, really going to the whole joint manipulation multiple times during the match, uh, the chops, the the, the freaking the clotheslines, uh, there was a really nasty big boot from Walter to, uh, to Pete Dunne. The whole story was that Pete Dunne is pulling all out all the stops. He's basically breaking Walter's fingers through the whole match. Uh, my favorite spot, and this is probably going to be for a lot of people, was the uh, top rope throw throwaway powerbomb from Walter. Like, he literally just launched Pete Dunne, like, from the top rope all the way to the other side of the ring. I thought that was going to be the finish anyways. Walter hits a top rope splash. One, two, three. I have a brand new UK champion. Um, It's good. You know, it, the, he's the third UK champion. I do like how... They really built up Pete Dunne as dominant champion. It is kind of nice having a dominant champion. And I don't mind having someone who has a long reign as long as they show up to TV. I'm looking at you, Brock Lesnar. Uh, so this was uh, this was great. Uh, I, I really can't put it in the words. You guys gotta you have to go back and watch it. That, that's just how great it was. Um, from here, we had the Women's Championship. We had Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kyrie Sane challenging Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler is going out alone. She did not bring uh, any of the other members of the Horsewomen out. Now this one, even though Shayna Baszler was the champion, I feel that the main highlights were between Io Shirai 
and Kyrie Sane teaming up against everybody. And then uh, Bianca Belair had some really good spots as well. Not to say that Shayna really didn't do much. Uh, she had some good spots where she was actually going one-on-one with Bianca Belair, uh, with, with trying to take advantage of the uh, of her hair and using it uh, as a weapon against her. But I really enjoyed the uh, the teaming up of uh, of Io Shirai and, and Kairi Sane. And we have seen that before. I would love to see them get a women's tag team championship match. But um, the story came with... The whole time that they're teaming up together, uh, eventually they're breaking up each other's pins. You're thinking that they're really going to start beating the shit out of each other. And they kind of do, but then it gets broken up where uh, Bianca Belair hits a uh, uh, KOD on both of them. But then uh, Shayna comes out of nowhere. uh, One of the most vicious, like, chokeouts in the world. And then Bianca Belair taps out. Shayna's still the champion. And um, I I don't mind it. It's okay, but... Who's going to beat Shayna Baszler? You know, who do you have left on the women's roster? You know, you got got Mia Yim, you got uh, Dakota Kai. I think she's out hurt. Um, Deanna Peraza, you could you kind of cycle them back and forth from um, the uh, the UK division. I'd love to see. Um, I'm not Tony Storm. Who am I thinking of? Rhea Ripley uh, go on on one with uh, with Shayna Baszler. That would be kind of cool, and that would be a nice little accolade. You know, she was the first. Uh, UK Women's Champion, and she also held the uh, the uh, NXT Women's Championship too. So that'd be kind of cool. Uh, of course, you got Candice LeRae, and and uh, I think maybe I mentioned her, but uh, uh, Mia Yim as well. So there's a lot of talent on the uh, NXT Women's roster, but the fact that uh, Shayna Baszler has really ran through a lot of them really just uh, you know shows how dominant she is, but also puts you in a situation where you have to kind of figure out. Um, who's going to be the next challenge. So we have our main event. Uh, we have the vacant NXT championship online between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, baby. Uh, now this match, I, I was very excited for, for some weird reason. I don't know if I've just been super busy with outside projects, super busy with work, or just my brain doesn't work anymore, but I totally forgot this was going to be a two out of three falls match. Regardless, I was happy <laughs> when I realized that uh, midway through yesterday, and uh, this was it was good. I I think the problem with and I've heard other people say this that the problem with the two out of three falls match, especially with, with these two, is that you know it's not going to end in two falls. So those first two falls were I don't want to say they're underwhelming because they did great. You know that they they did the wrestle good. You know, they, they they wrestled very good. They told a good story. Um, everybody got hyped when it was time for the third fall. And that's when they pulled out all their all the stops. You know, you have Johnny Gargano doing the Hurts Donut, you know, doing all the stuff from back in the day. Uh, Adam Cole hitting the Panama Sunrise. Um, straight jacket, uh, German suplex. Then you have the, uh, the Undisputed Air coming down. Really made you think that uh, Adam Cole was going to get the win. When he hit the the last shot for like the third or second or third time in the match, Gargano kicks out of that, kicks out of the uh, the the fairy tale ending through the table, gets back to the uh, back to the ring to beat the ten count, uh, kicks out of the uh, DIY super kick, eventually takes out all of the members of Undisputed Era, and it was actually pretty creative how they did that. It was really nice, and then uh, the finish is uh, Johnny Gargano making Adam Cole tap out. Um, to become the new 
NXT champion. And and I thought that was great. You know, I'm 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 a Clevelander, so it's also a little uh, you know, you got a personal uh investment in there when uh, Johnny Gargano wins. But um it was nice because I, I got to see Johnny Gargano wrestle on the Indies a bunch of times. Uh, met him, met him a good amount of times. Uh, always a really nice guy. Uh, people that I've had on the show have trained under him. They always speak so highly of him, how, how much of a, a great person he is. And it's just nice to see something like this happen to a good person like that. Um, the one thing I really did like, too, is that if with the beginning of the match, going back to the first and second fall, the crowd was really, really behind Adam Cole. And... Uh, to the point where there was a spot where Johnny had Adam Cole in, to, in the uh, Gargano escape, and they were kind of booing him. And uh, the fact that the match story was told so well by all parties involved, not just Gargano and Cole, but by the members of the Undisputed Era, um, even the ref took a nasty ref bump. They were able to turn the crowd around, and when Johnny started kicking out of all, all the moves, when he beat the 10 count, um, and then all, ultimately when he made Adam Cole tap out for the final fall, the crowd was solidly behind uh, Johnny Gargano. Uh, they realized that his journey to the NXT title, it's been completed. This is the first uh, NXT Triple Crown champion. Another feel-good moment, Candice comes down, they're celebrating in the ring, very emotional, and then uh, when they're on the uh, the ramp, uh, Tommaso Ciampa comes out. And I'm getting goosebumps talking about this, too, because this, this is actually a really nice moment. Uh, people started kind of, like, booing or, or making noise. And you could hear Johnny, or you could see him mouthing. He's like, oh, he's behind me, isn't he? He's, he's behind me. So this whole time, it was, it, it was a nice moment. Uh, Ciampa's out there, you know, in a neck brace. But they hug, they embrace, the three of them, Candice, Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano. And... Um, yeah, man, it, it was a great ending. It was a happy ending, and there's no swerves, no nothing. And uh, it was it was from top to bottom. NXT Takeover New York was a great showcase of so many styles of wrestling. You had great tag team action. Uh, you had a great showman with uh, with uh, the Velveteen Dream and uh, the the clash of of the styles with with Dream and uh, and Matt Riddle. Uh, you had the British Strong Style with Walter and uh, Pete Dunne, possibly matching the night. Uh, the women really delivered, uh, especially when they had to follow the UK Championship match. They, they, I believe they really delivered. And then, of course, the main event, which uh, just blew everybody away, in my opinion. So, uh, regardless, WrestleMania has a lot to live up to. Uh, that was five matches in just maybe under two hours, two and a half hours maybe. And I went home happy. Well, I went home happy. I was at home watching it. But I was I went to bed happy. And uh, no match disappointed me whatsoever. WrestleMania has, what, 14, 15 matches? I could be, I could be underestimating that. And, you know, it's, it's, with NXT, it's quality over quantity. And I really hope WrestleMania can deliver. I I don't know if that's going to be possible because you have so many matches. Some of them are going to have to take a serious serious time cut, and um, either that or or the or the, man, the event's going to go to like one in the morning. So I, I don't know. Uh, but I will give NXT Takeover uh, five out of five. I I, I have no complaints whatsoever. 
Uh, I'm probably going to go back and watch it today before the Hall of Fame. And um, i got to figure out what I'm going to do. I, I really want to watch the Hall of Fame, but I also really want to check out the G1 from MSG just because, you know, it's it's a really good card. And um, I want to see who... Uh, I want to see who comes out on top with that uh, with that uh, ROH championship. I'm really hoping Marty Skrull gets the title tonight. Um, other than that, let me know what you guys thought of NXT TakeOver New York. Um, we're going to be doing some more episodes this week. Of course, we got WrestleMania coming up tomorrow. We got Raw after Mania on Monday. SmackDown after WrestleMania on Tuesday. So there's a lot of stuff yet to come. If you guys want to check us out, we are all over anywhere podcasts are available. We are on iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, Google Podcast. I there's so many other ones I can't remember, but just type in the words "wrestling geeks" and we will be there. If you want to check us out on Twitter, we are at wrestling geeks. That's wrestling geeks with one G. We have our website wrestlinggeeks.com and a whole bunch of other things that uh, you can uh, check us out at too. We got our Twitter and our um, our Instagram, and I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll be on Snapchat soon. I don't know. But, guys, I want to thank you for all your listens, your downloads, your subscriptions, and uh, be sure to subscribe, and uh, you'll be notified when there's a brand-new episode of Wrestling Geeks. We'll have everybody on the show very, very soon, but I want to thank you all again, and uh, happy WrestleMania weekend. <laughs>